0: Hey there, I'm Justin, the host of your favorite wrestling podcast, WWE Mentality. And Have you ever thought about starting your very own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? The answer to this question and every question is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's why I'm doing this right now by reading this ad. Anchor has been super easy for me to use. Ever since I downloaded it just a few weeks ago, and I'm very, very glad that I did so because it's enabled me to be able to start talking about something that I love, which is wrestling. So if you want to start a podcast and get and make money at it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Good old buddy Justin here at WWE Mentality, your favorite podcast about the WWE. This is kind of a little special segment. Um, You know, I'm normally doing my podcast here on Mondays and Wednesdays, but tonight's a special night i got my buddy jr or jamie wince from bump the mat i'm sure you've heard his podcast one or two times what's up
1: jamie nothing much man uh i'm glad to be out here on this glorious thursday afternoon oh, on the out of banks you go with that glorious oh, man place. and i tell you what i'm gonna use my plug on this one and this Quite possibly has the potential to be a wonderful segment. Oh dear God! WWE mentality. I gotta tell you. I I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I thank you for jumping on my platform today.
0: (laughs) Thank you for doing that. Of course, and of course, you know we're right here broadcasting live from the beautiful, as you were saying, beautiful Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, at about my post eight and a half. In Kill Double Hills at Jack Brown's Beer and Burger Joint. I just want to give them a quick little shout out for allowing us to use their spot to do this podcast today. They got great burgers, great food. I come up here, I get the Cobra Kai. That's just my go-to right there. JR, what's uh what's your go-to when you
1: come to Jack Brown's? Well, um, as my listeners know, I, I do work here and I'm here every uh, Friday and Saturday, somewhat doing security. I pretty much hold down the floor, that's about all I do. But oh, yeah. But my to-go, I think, would be the Greg Brady with the mac and cheese and barbecue chips. Oh, dude, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I, I think oh. I'm going to change your mind tonight. Yeah, we're going to have to switch I, I it might, up. I might try it. I might. We'll it, see. I'm a creature really of habit, but we'll see. With sweet potato fries.
0: Oh, sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries. Maybe. You might be speaking my language a little bit. Well... So, you know, this I figured this would be a good opportunity for us to kind of sit here. You know, we're both huge WWE fans. We've been WWE fans for quite some time and we both are part of a group called Team WWE OBX that we just started within the last few months and I mean it's just something that we kind of have fun with. We got our own little creative thing going on there. But this is an opportunity for you to kind of get to know us a little bit better and why we love wrestling things of the past things of the present what we'd like to see going forward so we're going to kind of just dive right into this thing um so jr i got a question for you sure all right what was it that caused you to love wwe or when it was wwf and we got to make sure that we say that it was at one point wwf we are not referring to the wildlife federation we're talking about world wrestling federation
1: so what got me interested it I... doesn't matter oh, i'm my. sorry
0: <laughs> couldn't help it i'm sorry and, and, oh and i'm glad oh, you side note side note i don't mean to interrupt you no it's fine side note happy birthday 47th birthday To the Rock.
1: Oh yeah, me too. Yeah,
0: turned 47 years old today, and the big boss man would have been, I believe he would have been forty, he would have been 46 years old today. No, 56 years old today. I stand corrected. It's
1: it's a shame that he passed too early because that was a great character. He was, but talking about the Rock, and I'm glad you even interrupted me with his his saying as David did on my earlier podcast, (laughs) which I'm going to get you back if you're listening, Big Dave. But the Rock was actually. One of my go-to guys, still is my go-to guy, and it's going to sound weird, but man crushed every day on that guy. He, hey. he He's the, the people's champion, he's the people's entertainer. Whatever he does, he does it with 100%. And what got me into wrestling is, I remember walking to my grandma's house, oh, probably when I was nine, and, and saw Monday Night Raw, my uncle, my dad, and my grandfather were watching it at the time, and it was him and Stone Cold doing a promo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and and it just it clicked with me and said that's what i want to be that's what i want to do it's entertainment and that that's just what how i thought my life was going to end up and that's where i wanted to go so thank you to the rock and thank you to obviously your son is named after stone cold so it's a true story thank you mr stone cold steve austin um for inspiring me to be a wwe fan and and live out my dream as being a fan now so see and
0: that's the thing this is uh this is all part of why we love WWE and the things of that. You know, just my whole thing with WWE for me, it's my way of escaping reality. Yep. Okay. My day, we wear, I mean, you're a dad. Oh, yeah. You've got you got a wife, you've got kids, same thing with me. Yep. We've got jobs, we've got to go. We, oh, you know, we're jobbers to different, yeah. <laughs> different things. And we've got to piece together right here on the Outer Banks. This is an interesting area. You've got to kind of piece together a lifestyle. We wear many different hats. When on Mondays and Tuesday nights, if you try to call me after 8 o'clock I'm not going to answer the phone I'm going to be watching WWE Because it is my escape from reality And it is what I love to do It's what I love to watch It helps me just decompress yep. So somebody ask you though Well, yeah. why are you making it a job now? Why have you turned what you love into an occupation making podcasts and putting them on OBXToday.com? And well, here's the thing.
1: For me, it's not a job. For me, I was going to say the same thing. It's, this is easy. Yeah. This, it, it just comes so natural, and that's the thing I, I look at sometimes. It's like, God, we talk so much WWE, but it's just so natural like we were born into the company. Right. So it's like it's not a job for us. It's not, you know, we don't sweat and make money off this because we don't yeah. do it to make money. No, heck it no. Because we love it.
0: Absolutely. So
1: it's just weird how things can grab you like that in life and just say, you know what, I love my kids, love my wife, but I'm going to love something totally that doesn't even make sense to a lot of people. It's the entertainment side of wrestling. You're right. So.
0: Got to agree with you there. And that's the whole thing, like, you know, like you, you, you saw it when you were a kid, you yep. know, what, nine years old, you saw a promo cut with Stone Cold and The Rock. See, I want to say I was, I was probably seven or eight years old. And it was back in the early WCW
1: days. Uh, We're,
0: let's go back in time to like 1992,
1: right? Okay, that right. so, shows how old well, I'm. I'm just am. gonna let everybody know I was born in '91. So okay, so <laughs> <laughs> do the math in your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was. I they used to do this show
0: on USA right after, like it was like at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. It was like a recap right. of wrestling. For that week, and they were always promoting the upcoming pay per view. And at that point in time, I want to say it was like Sting, short haired, blond haired Sting, Sting, Surfer Sting, Surfer Sting, yeah, against Big Van Vader. That was like the rivalry that was going on, oh, wow. for, of some sort, you know. And I remember a segment where Big Van Vader was coming out to the ring for something. He had his arms kind of spread out, like oh, like that. Right, and here comes Sting with a two-by-four and breaks it over his back as he's walking out, you know? And they're promoting, like, you want to see this match? Order the pay-per-view. I don't remember what It's like (laughs) Bash of the Beach or something. I don't remember now. But anyway, that's kind of where I – and I used to have to sneak. I couldn't watch it. Like, my parents, if they saw it on my TV, turn that mess off. Now, garbage. My dad still to this day calls it grown men's ballet. Hey, I mean – it kind
1: of is, but well, it, it's it, more of the entertainment ballet. You know so. what?
0: It's 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 like it's like Ric Flair said in an interview with Saleh Jesse Raphael from back in the 80s. It's not fake. It's choreographed. That's very true. He said the hits very that true. we take are real. Yeah, yeah. chairs when are real. <laughs> he hits me with that chair, it hurts. Yeah. But I knew he was going to hit me with that chair.
1: Yeah, try uh, walking down the street and getting hit with a chair by a random person. It probably doesn't feel great, but knowing that someone's going to hit you probably is a little bit different. It's true. It's very true. But it's entertaining to us because we like to see getting people getting hit with chairs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this is all, you know, things that, like,
0: helped us kind of love the, love the sport. I Fast forward a little bit. My friend of mine, he used to watch wrestling. i go to his house, watch wrestling, sneak over to his house. He had a, a one of those chips that you could put into your uh, box, like the old boxes that would oh, get wow, you, like, yeah. free pay-per-view channels, and we watched all of the... The Bash at the Beach Hog Wild Like all the WCW That's where I started In WCW Way back when I was a big fan Of Diamond Dallas Page He was my guy you know, for the longest time, I like Billy Kidman, the shooting star press. Off the, wow. t- I
1: mean, that was that that was that's my time. nothing these days. No, yeah, I mean that's the thing.
0: <laughs> the shoot. Who is it that does it these days? Is, is it Ricochet? Ricochet does it. Yeah. Charlotte
1: Flair does it.
0: That's what I'm saying. They're, they're all doing the shooting star press yeah, these days. But anyway, that was an epic high flying move to me. I was blown away by it at the time. But yeah, I mean, then I just I switched over because WCW was kind of getting played out to me, right. and I was watching WWF more or WWE, yep. and that was when Stone Cold was big, The Rock, Kane, Undertaker, uh, DX. I mean, it was just what the heck is this, you know? Right. And I, I started watching that. And now I got Stone Cold rolled me, reeled me in. The Undertaker, when he was the American
1: Badass, which you, reeled me in. Yeah, which I heard on the radio the other day. You referenced, and I said, man, I, I sent him a text, and I just said, ha, 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 and I'm like, he's like, what was that for? And I said, you played The Undertaker's American Badass music, and that was, like, so cool to me, and I was like... Yeah, I got to send him a text because yeah. you don't ever hear the old Undertaker stuff no. like the Mary. I would Batman. love
0: it if he came out. That's something I'm going to talk about in a little bit because yeah. we got a little bit, bit of agenda here. I'm going to talk about something i like to see the Undertaker do. But let's move on a little bit. Favorite superstars of the past. You said The Rock. Definitely. Good. That, that's your guy. That's my your guy. Your go-to. If you were to be playing uh, WWE 2K19 right now and you're having a singles match and it has to be Legends
1: that. I would choose The Rock.
0: Take The Rock. Even though... Is that your
1: final answer? Well, we are referring to a a video game. I still have to take The Rock, even though he's better on the mic than I think he is wrestling, but... Let's just face it. If you're if you're good on the mic, that's ninety percent of the battle.
0: And I want to go on the record for saying I agree with you there. That's ninety yeah. percent. If you can get yeah. in their head and you're good with the mic, like uh, Enzo Amore, oh, he God. was great on the mic, but he's just a backstage. Yeah. He was horrible. He, Everybody hated him.
1: Got, you know, he's got something going on with him. But we're not going to get into that
0: one. <laughs> but yeah, see the thing is, like The Rock had a great move set. If you think about it, you know, Very the people's simple. elbow, yeah. The Rock bottom. He always started off with, like, a spine buster kind of thing, you yep. know? Um, but well, all that being said, he, um... Oh, I knew where I wanted to go with that, but I just completely lost it. He, um... He was a much, uh, that's what I was going to say, much better wrestler than he is an actor, in my opinion. Huh? He's been in a lot of great movies. He's had a lot of great success in acting. I like the movie Walking Tall. Walking Tall is very good. Yeah, it's a great movie, okay? Yeah, but okay. as far as, like, I mean, now I can't say, I, I haven't seen every movie he's ever done, so I this is you can take this statement for what it's worth, right. but I personally think he's a better wrestler than actor.
1: It's just let, how I let, feel. Let's just agree that he's a great entertainer. Okay? All right. We can get on that level.
0: All right. I'm game with that. So that would be like individuals. What about your tag team? What's your from the past?
1: Give me your tag team. Tag team from the past. Because I was born, I wasn't born into it, but that is when I started watching. I have to go with DX. DX, huh? And, and the faction? That a tag well, team? Isn't well, that? and that's what I'm going to specify. DX with Road Dogg and Billy Gunn. Okay, so fair I, enough. I liked Road Dogg because again, he was great on the mic, very entertaining. And I like Billy Gunn because he got everything thrown. <laughs> that poor guy got everything thrown at him. All the jokes and everything. They wouldn't even let him talk on the mic. So Billy Gunn and Road Dog are my tag team of the past because I wasn't really paying attention too much to the wrestling part when I was young. So I got you. Okay. DX slash Billy Gunn. Road Give me Dogg. your second favorite tag team. Right. Future. No, or, no, no. After. From the past. From the past. Okay. Um.
0: I got two in my head that stick out to me. I mean one I'll go way back and one I get more attitude era.
1: I wanna say sexual chocolate in China? Okay. <laughs> okay, sexual <laughs> chocolate. It's sexual baby. Yeah, yeah. I used to love this music. Mark Henry, okay. Yeah.
0: Alright, good good pick, good pick, good pick. If we're going intergender, does that count? That's fine. No, I said tag team. That's yeah. however that's however you want it to be. If I, you know, I didn't specify. You kind of
1: stuck me with that one because, uh again, I didn't watch. I didn't pay attention that's okay. to the match. Or that's, that's
0: okay. Or, so. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who mine were. The Steiner brothers. Steiner. From way back in the day. Rick and Scott Steiner. Big Papa Pump and the Dog Face Gremlin. They were great. I loved them. I hated that they split them up. But then again, I did like... Scott Steiner's character as Big Papa Pump because he would come out of the bigger, faster, stronger Steiner brother. <laughs> and he would talk on him and Buff Bagwell were like, you oh know, God. attached to the hip, you know. And Later. I was a big Buff Bagwell fan too. But uh Big Papa Pump, he, I really liked him. I really liked him. He, really, liked he him. really had
1: that look. He yeah,
0: was, as an entertainer and superstar, he had that. And, look. He, and he was pretty good on the mic. Yep. Fast forward to uh, a, a more recent time, not so much you know early to mid '90s. Let's go back you know to like late '90s, turn of the century. The Dudley Boys. The Dudley Boys. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, you would think. About them. Well, you would think <laughs> you would think that us being North Carolinians, we would be screaming about the Hardy, Hardy Boys. Boys yeah. I've seen the Hardy Boys when they came to Manio one time.
1: Yeah. Yep. When they came to Manio and did a. Uh, what was it called Fight for Sight? Yeah, I think I, thought, I believe I was there because I got a mask. I, I don't know if it was Mysterio's mask, but the dude had a mask on, and I was able to get one of them right due to you know the uh, merch, you know, and all yeah. that. Yeah, uh huh. But I do remember going to Manio High School and actually attending, yeah, that. those were cool. And the frog and the Hardy, yeah, yep. frog, uh, Toad, Toad, Lodi, yeah, and yeah, toad. Yeah, toad, Big
0: Reese, yep. Raven's Flock. Throwback, man. <laughs> oh, throwback, man. Kick, kick <laughs> me back to the late 90s, great times, uh, but yeah. Um, the Dudley boys. I just. I think Bubba Ray Dudley, when he would put you through the table, if he had you up on the top turnbuckle and powerbombed you through a table, he would have this stare. It was like a, he was in a trance, and he would just stare off into
1: outer space Like after he did that and pinned you. The funniest thing I think I saw when he did that was when he did it to Mae Young. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. When he slammed her off the announce table. And, and she's let, old, she's yeah, old. <laughs> and let's just be specific here you have an announce table that's what five ten feet off the ground, maybe, yeah, if that. Um, and then you're going onto a floor now. A floor is different than a mat, even though the mat is hard and is made of wood, you're going from five ten feet slamming an old, old lady 80 years old. Oh, at yeah, least, and <clears throat> holy moly, right, yeah, onto the floor. Forget about it.
0: Well, definitely good. Um yeah, so the Dudley Boys were definitely my favorite tag team of the uh, the more recent years. We'll say the turn of the century. What about um, what about your favorite? Is like your overall star in the Divas division when they were Divas, not women <clears throat> superstars. When they were Divas, even back then, I was,
1: I am, and and was a Trish Stratus. Oh gosh, Trish Stratus and great. Lita when they main evented RAW okay is what got me hooked to watching a little bit more of the women even though it took a long a lot more time than what everybody wanted it to but right Christian leader possibly my two favorite well,
0: they were pioneers major pioneers yeah. in, in what's going on today yes they definitely had a big influence on the athletes that we see in the women's division today can't deny right. that at all no, no. um with mine I would have to go with uh, I was a Stacy Keebler fan I did I like Stacy Keebler yes um, if you want to go back a little bit, uh, the side—I don't want to call her the side piece; it's wrong terminology. <laughs> but she was kind of like the, the valet. The, she was the yeah, the valet. She was the valet for Macho Man Randy Savage, <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth yeah. I liked Miss Elizabeth. I liked her the watch she brought. Now, a lot of people are probably wondering, "Hey, you're forgetting about Sable."
1: Sable, yeah.
0: Sable was—I mean, let's let's be real here, okay? Sable was a sex pot, man. She weren't she would she was there just for pure it's like I talk about with the iconics putting lipstick on the tag team uh, champions. No I know, we'll get to that in a minute, but <laughs> that's kind of what she was. She was out there just for a little break in the action, everybody to have something to look at. Get what I'm saying? I, I
1: could agree with that.
0: All right, so let's go right here. Let's 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 fast forward to okay. present day. Who's your guy? Who's your guy who's your male and female superstar at present? Who's got you won over completely?
1: Oh, man, it's such a toss-up because Uh, there's so many good ones now. But if I have to go for right now looking into the future, it has to be Aleister Black. Aleister Black, good pick. He, He just came up from NXT and is now on SmackDown with his lovely wife, Selena Vega, who is the valet for Andrade, which if you're listening, Andrade, I tell you what, don't you put your hands on my woman Charlotte Because oh. I'm going to come after you if you listen So is it safe to say that Charlotte's probably your uh,
0: your, your Favorite female superstar at the present
1: I'm going to go and, reckon and say it should be everybody's favorite Superstar
0: Why? Dude she's dude. <laughs> I'm not taking the fact away from the fact no, that <laughs> she's great
1: Let's not just say she's Ric Flair's daughter. No, 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 Come no. On no. ESPN. I'm not gonna say that. Come I know on what ESPN. ES, I know ESPN <laughs> likes to play that card a lot.
0: She is a very talented in-ring superstar, but the problem with her is it's either she you get all of Charlotte or none of Charlotte. And what I mean by that is she's either in the in the title picture all the time, yep, or she's not wrestling, period. Like there I have not yet I've yet to really see her on a mid-card match. Does that
1: make sense? Th- that makes perfect sense.
0: I want to see how she would play in the mid in, in, in the minors. I don't really say, I don't want to call it the minors in a mid card match. How she would rival with someone that wasn't the champion.
1: Well, very true. But when you have the talent and the skill set that she does, she has it. She is the rock of this generation in women's wrestling. I think she's good on the mic, great in the ring. She's main evented. All the, yeah, I, can't, I can't really argue with all you All there. the good pay-per-views, but this is what i got to say about what you just commented on. Would Babe Ruth go down to the D-League? Or would Babe Ruth go down to whatever? The Re- minors. Minors. Or would Jordan go down to the D-League? No, you get the best out of Jordan when he's playing against the best. And right now, Charlotte is the best. Hey, man, in- hey,
0: fair argument. I can't, and, I, and, I can't debate that with you. And I'm
1: going to talk more about it on my podcast, Bump the Mat, later on this week about this whole Bailey well, situation. So Hold on now. <laughs>
0: We'll oh, well, get... am I getting
1: in waters? Well, a little, a
0: little <laughs> bit there, Mister Wonderful, a little bit. You're about to pull out the hard, pull the hard crab out of me in a minute. But all that being said, I just I don't like seeing like. Okay, here we go. My favorite present day men and women. Okay, I'm repping him right now. Braun Strowman is my guy. He's from North Carolina. I agree. You know what I mean, and he's just. He's, he's, he's being underutilized to this moment. I feel as if they did it they didn't do the right thing by keeping him on raw ever since they did the draft what three years ago four yep. years ago whenever it was. He has always been on Raw since they separated from the Wyatt family. Right. He has not been on SmackDown yet. I think he should have gone to SmackDown. Because he actually, right after Mania, appeared on SmackDown and
1: attacked Samoa Joe. Which is what you said the other day in your podcast, that there was going to be a storyline there. And I, I thought d- that there was. I thought that would have been great for him.
0: What happened to that? I don't know. I think that they're still kind of in limber. They're trying to get this. I think once they get. Here we go. Once they get the Money in the Bank ladder match out of the way, once they get the Money in the Bank pay-per-view out of the way, because this is one of those things where you've got to have superstars for that match and you've got to have them buying, you know, for that coveted contract, yep. uh, then maybe something will, will develop from there. But for the moment, Braun's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. He won it last year. It got they, – they I don't know why they kind of treated him like they did with the whole, you know, I mean, just the way they, they took the contract from him.
1: Well, you remember that time, that short period of time, is about a month or two span where he went against jobbers. And for people who don't understand wrestling, like yeah. jobbers are me and Justin going in a ring fighting Braun Sherman. Yeah. You know, they fight for indie promotions, but they had that span where he was just fighting job two jobbers at one time trying to build him up. Like, we know he's big. Yeah, We're exactly. Good. You don't need to do this. Yeah, t- you don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just it's kind of like what they're doing
0: right now, like they did the other night with uh, – uh, Kyrie Zane and yep. – uh, or what's her name? Kyrie – Zane and Asuka. Zane and Oscar. And Oscar they, had her, they had them against a couple of jobbers. I don't get it. I don't either. I think okay. it's just trying to, like, match it's, – it's like a limbo thing. Like, what are we going to do with them? Let's do this for the time being until creative really focuses on
1: them or whatnot, you know? And it seems like creative has had trouble lately, if, well, if, you, were, if we'll, you would agree. Yeah,
0: I'll agree with that. We'll get to that in a minute. But, yes, Braun Strowman is my male,
1: my female – Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke I, I'm hey, a Dana Brooke fan, hey, man. I, I have I, been. I am on the train. I told my boss the other day, I believe in Dana Brooke for Money in the Bank winner. With a close second being Lacey Evans. I'm a Lacey Evans fan. I believe she's a Carolina girl, too.
0: I think. Oh, South Carolina. South Carolina? Okay. She was a former Marine. Like, right. she's got a, a, a nice, interesting backstory to her. Yeah, I love her character. Okay, current
1: tag team. Favorite tag team at the moment. I'm gonna say this because I'm at Jack Brown's. I'm in an open area, but I'm gonna say, "Ooh, oh gosh!" So, the U.S. I don't like the penitentiary.
0: I I'm okay like with that. that. I
1: don't like that when they like. But early, I love the U.S. Well, early on when they were
0: doing that whole thing when they were up at the up by the the entrance, you know, to the ramp, and they would do that U.S. So oh, yeah. yeah, like that was sick. I like that. I didn't like. I reason. like this <laughs> new, like, kind of. Thug life sort of uso thing they've got going. Right, yeah. I can get down with it. It's it's edgy, but I, and they've got. I mean, I think honestly, it kind of shines on their personalities a little bit. Yeah. Now let me ask you this, just on a side note: Do you ever watch Total Divas or Total Bellas?
1: When it first, when Total Divas first came out, I watched it for maybe a season or two.
0: Okay, I'm addicted. I will watch that, and I'll watch Total Bellas, and it gives right. a good backstory. And if you watch when Naomi or um, is out there, or is just on Total Divas with, or Trinity is what they call her. That's her real name. Uh, when Naomi has, uh, Jimmy. Ju- uh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Uso with her, they, he he's got this whole like, Gangsta like just I don't know what you call it. Like I don't want to I don't want to sound racist <laughs> by any means, but I mean it's just you know kind of a thuggish like yeah. attitude, and it's neat and he's funny, yeah. you know. I think they've kind of carried that back into the into what their characters are and made it a little edgy, and I like it. I'm, I'm down with it. I'm down with the Usos. Um, not my favorite, yeah. but they're definitely cool. Uh, I was starting to really get on the Bludgeon Brothers train for a while there. I'm a big fan of Luke Harper. Well, I'm a big Rowan, fan of
1: Luke Harper, but not Rowan. So.
0: Rowan, not so much. But I liked the Bludgeon Brothers when they were doing their thing before. Yep. Uh, what was it Eric Rowan had to have surgery, and then Harper ended up having to have surgery right behind him.
1: That poor guy, such a great talent.
0: Right, he can't get out of his way. Did you hear my podcast the other day? No. He, they won't let him out of his contract, yeah, right, right, man. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they shouldn't I, because they should try to keep him. <laughs> I agree, but he he formally requested to get out. Anyway, all that being said, tag team for me is tough, man. Like, I can't really get behind a, a tag team right now in WWE. If I had to pick one, I mean, I like the Bar. Well, uh, you're not
1: even a but, tag team right
0: now. Yeah, unfortunately. And yeah, but I, New Day's great. uh I, that's that's a hard one for me. I really I don't know the an tag answer. Team
1: division is kind of wishy-washy. Authors of Pain were great. Well, yep. Which you know? I saw. Just a side note, I did see a training video. No kidding. Of Razor and Akum. Okay. In the MMA ring. I don't, I don't, I, that's good though. I like that. It's a good sign. I don't know enough about
0: the Viking, what are they called again? Viking, Viking Raiders. Raiders. Like, I don't know enough about them. Um, They're going to be good. Sanity. Like, what happened to those guys? But just, I, I can't, I can't really get behind the tag team right now. But if I had to, I'd probably be like you. I'm with the Usos. Right. I like.
1: Right. No, just kidding, just <sighs> kidding. No, no, writer. no. The B team's funny. Like, <laughs> B team. I like a lot of it's more co- like a sideshow
0: comedy act. Then like real legit like you know the rider like um, or uh, the Usos. Yep. Like I, all right, I gotta agree with you. I'm, I'm a Uso. Yeah. If I had to pick one, it's the Usos. Well, your options are limited. Yeah, they're so. real limited. That's the thing. <laughs> um, keeping the thing. All right, so let me ask you this, Jr. Mm-hmm. Going forward, the WWE. What would you like to see like more of? What would you like to see happen? What would you who would you like to see get pushed? Who would you like to see maybe get you know kind of
2: suppressed?
0: Right. Who would you like to you know what would you like to see in, in those types of see I'm effects? I'm a
1: type of guy where I think the people who come up need to get pushed. The people who have put their time in and had been there for a couple of years, and needed you know maybe take a little break. And, I, and I'm with you on the whole Charlotte thing. I get what I was you're about to say. I, so I get what you're saying about Charlotte, but the field of competitors and and the athleticism and the my skills all combined of all the women just ain't there for somebody else to take over. And as far as the men goes, I want to see Braun get pushed more. His time was, in my eyes, was two years ago. Braun. And, yeah, Braun. I and mean, he went in, in that triple threat match with uh, Lesnar, and I believe it was... Kane? Kane?
0: That was at, um. Uh, that was actually at... Uh... Was so good, you blew the <laughs> that was actually, oh, here he goes. That was actually at um. the Royal Rumble yes, when yep. it was in Philadelphia. Right. I was there. Of course you were there. You it didn't was great. invite nobody. Oh, look who is here.
2: What's going on, brother?
0: Mr. On. Jonathan Mason of Jam Media Solutions has decided to join us on our podcast What's Mr. Mason, on? how are you, Good sir? Good to see you, man. That's, that's my buddy, Jamie, right hey, there. How are you <laughs> doing? Where the burgers? Where are the fries? Man, we're going to get them in just a second. Okay. We're actually kind of wrapping it, get ready to wrap up this podcast. I'm glad you're here. All right. Tell me right now, Mr. I'm, let's move this over so you can, we're doing it all right here on the phone. Gotcha. Technology these days is great. I So tell me, Mr. Mason, if you had to pick a superstar, male and female superstar of today, who is your favorite?
2: Favorite, favorite on the female side, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Another one underrated <laughs> Wait a second, wait a second. The underrated and the overlooked. The fat girl, the, the, the fat girl who got herself in shape and made something of herself. Okay. Right? Okay. And and guess what? She didn't have a legacy to lean on. Oh god, I know where this. Right? Is going. No legacy to lean on. Uh-oh. She didn't have any necessary connection to the business. And organically organically she connected with the audience and became a superstar watch this you remember when they put in all those crazy outfits she come out it was like they couldn't find yeah. the right, right thing right, to put right. her in and she's got the hood yeah, the, she's the got goggles. the this
1: yeah i mean what she wh- was actually in that uh, Adam Rose she was in the Adam Ro- the, Rosebuds. Oh, oh, yeah. the Rosebuds she was one yeah. of the Rosebuds yeah
2: okay all right all right so so i love the fact that organically she is connected with the universe Uh, has she cooled off a little bit absolutely but I could I kind of attribute that to booking Um, I think booking is the problem there once you get somebody that's on fire you don't mess that up think about it Steve Austin never lost his fire it was injuries that took him out, right? It's it's but he true. found his niche by himself. Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. And then he became the man. It's true. And they did not mess up the booking. They didn't mess up the booking on the rock. It seems like, I don't know, maybe it's because Vince is over 70 and he's still calling all the shots. Maybe he's lost a bit of connection. But when people catch fire like that, man, you got to take advantage of it and make it roll. Okay. so Becky is Becky is my favorite female I struggle with the guys
0: you're struggling with the guys right now I
2: struggle with the guys because the women have so immer- it, it, the women have so taken over in my opinion that it's hard to real I mean who are we going with Roman reigns no. What are we going with, Seth Rollins? No. Seth Rollins is all right. Seth Rollins is horrible. What? They don't even pop. They didn't even pop for him Monday night, man. It was like, yay, hey, Seth. What these pops these guys can I first talk about pops these pops these cats get right now are not pops you want to see pops go back and look at when Hogan used to come to the ring go back and look at when Shawn Michaels Shawn Michaels used to come to the ring if you want to go back even look at Bret Hart those were sustained pops these guys get a and everybody, like, okay, when are you going to get to the ring? When are you going to do your thing? These are not pops, man. These guys are not popular like that. Hey, he no, it's true. I mean, I mean, the, I remember watching the Rock and Roll Express come oh, out Lord. to the ring. Oh The Lord. women went crazy. They cheered for them for 10, 15 minutes before they even got started. Are you kidding me, man? What is this today? <laughs> the guys are letting me down. Now, if you ask me who I think has potential. That I would tell you King Ricochet has Ricochet. great potential. Uh-huh. I would tell you that Ali, Ali. has Stop great Ali. potential. Um, I, I would say that the smaller guys have an opportunity to do some real special things. But I am just not overly impressed with, uh, with the men's division right now. Okay. I love watching the women. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's kind
0: of... That's kind of been the, the 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 trending thing is that everybody is – is the women's division has blown up. And to be honest, I look more forward a lot of times to the matches that the women are having um, than the men. But, you know, there's a few – like, all right, so here, here's just my opinion on something. I watched a match a few weeks ago – it was a week ago or so between Becky Lynch and Alicia Fox. That horrible
2: match. Horrible match. Month, I even call it. But, moves. but the match last night with, or the match on Tuesday with Bailey and Becky was a fast paced, hard hitting, exciting story. And
0: that's why I tell you all the time, JR. <laughs> I call him JR, you know.
2: Good old JR? Good old JR. Young, Nader. young JR.
0: Yeah, I just, that's why I said that Bailey, that's why I was kind of, we were getting to yep. Bailey needs to get needs to get that rhythm back and I know exactly I know you tweeted her not long what did right. you say in that tweet tell me real quick she,
1: she had posted a tweet on uh, or she posted a tweet on Twitter that Smackdown was the place for her so I retweeted and said Bailey Smackdown is the place for you it's a in my eyes I said maybe a good switch up get away from the whole drama overall I said Bailey Smackdown is a great place for you but you need to reinvent yourself this whole nice girl side ponytail hugging the fans. I get it. We had the discussion the other day. I get it. Why she does it. Why? Tell, it, me,
0: tell, tell us about that. We didn't have that discussion on, on the podcast. Oh, why we, did we, we didn't. That?
1: All right. So the discussion went, I said, Justin, she needs to reinvent herself. She needs to come out as a total badass, excuse my language, and just punch somebody in the mouth. Stop with this hugging crap. But the audience for her is the hugging. The young girls who just like... Aspire to... Mr. Mason was saying... Want to be like Bailey and a Becky that just wasn't, and Charlotte wasn't handed anything. Let's just do it, okay. Really?
2: Really, man? <laughs> Are you serious? Charlotte she wasn't has, handed anything? She has the athletic. She was appeal. ushered in as the next coming. <laughs>
1: Well, she is now the next coming. She will be the next coming for the next couple years. But as far as Bailey goes, she is everything that the little girls want to be and want to work up to be, and that was her goal to be in WWE one day as a wrestler as a little kid. And I get it, I totally get it. But she needs to come out and punch somebody in the mouth, and that's what I think we're we're, we're getting ready to lean towards. I think we're getting ready to yeah. see yeah, that. She but not I just changed up her gear. N-
0: yeah. yeah. Not not to necessarily. Argue with what you're about, what you just said in regards to Charlotte. Her character, a lot of it, has come from her dad. Mm-hmm. But her athletic ability is yeah. is is genetic. I mean, and if you think about it, she's got it in her. She's got the athletic ability. She yeah. has just taken and used a lot of the same moves that her father used. So yeah, a lot of it has been generated from her dad. Her mm-hmm. dad worked to get there. She was in in a way. It's like, hey, that's uh, that's Charlotte Flair's. Charlotte Flair's or uh, Ric Flair's daughter, rather. Mm -hmm, You -hmm. know what I mean?
1: All that being to be the man, you gotta beat the man, and the man right now is not Becky Lynch. Really? It's Charlotte Flair. Charlotte
2: Flair is not the man, dude. (laughs) Charlotte Flair is the mainstay because that's what the that's what the organization wants. But if you really look at it, there are other women there that are more charismatic than her. That have more ability. Look at what they've done to Oscar. They've killed Oscar.
0: They did. They buried they killed Oscar. Killed
2: Oscar. And then you bring Carrie San in on in a tag team. So you basically said, let's put the two Japanese girls together and let and let, it and it, 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 and let it. I mean, that can't say
0: I didn't notice that. Well, Paige. well, well,
2: Paige. I mean, well, let's I mean, face it. Paige yeah. had an issue with the. You know, I'm what surprised. is she doing with them? I'm surprised she's still there. It doesn't even look right.
0: She's fulfilling her contract. Yeah, well. Okay, let's let's be real. Okay, she had a contract before she got hurt her neck a year ago, over a year ago, and was told she could never wrestle again. Sasha. So they made. (laughs) That's a different subject. (laughs) Sasha Banks. What her deal is 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 is, I don't know. But anyway, um. So yeah, you are with the male superstar. Who did you say again? yeah up in the air you haven't really
2: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm I don't, I, you I, like I don't yeah I, I just don't believe the guys uh let me tell you let me tell you why anytime you have to bring triple H and Bautista back every time you any every time you have a mania you're saying to me that the guys on the main roster can't get it done
0: but Phoenix came back too though.
2: Beth Phoenix came back. I, I don't even know how she got the Hall of Fame. She wasn't that great when she was in her prime. The where, where Glamazon. Did that come, from? come on, man. That was, <laughs> she eliminated it, Ali from the. Right, right. The Glamazon and Coco Beware. They all deserve <laughs> to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Get little Jimmy too.
2: Right, right, right. All of them deserve <laughs> to be in the Hall of Fame. Give me a break, man.
0: <laughs> well, this has definitely been fun, guys. But we got to wrap things up. Uh, I'm getting kind of hungry myself. Uh, having you know, we had Greg some of those pork rinds earlier. Greg and, Brady's calling my name. Yeah, I got to get something in my stomach. I, you know, my, my day starts at 4 a.m. every day. So we're going to wrap this thing up. And uh, Mr. Mason, I appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, hey, congrats on the podcast, man. Thank this you. is great. I'm going to be listening every week. Thank you, thank you, Jonathan Mason, Jam Media Solutions. Check him out online, Jam A L L C jammediasolutionsllc.com. But, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for joining me today, gentlemen, Jr. Mr. Mason. Like I say at the end of every podcast, keep slamming, and we will catch you all. I'll be back uh, to do this all over again. Monday, I will be, this coming Monday, we'll uh, preview what's going to happen on Raw and SmackDown. So we'll see you then. Later.